As promised, we sat down for round two with Tamara to catch up on how her first year in Korea is progressing. The pandemic has undoubtedly made connecting with the community more difficult, but her experience, resilience, and modern technology helped her overcome some early speed bumps. Listen as we reflect on work, life, travel, and discuss family and future dreams with this wonderful young Canuck. Thanks again, Tamara, for sharing your stories and experiences with us. Tired of studying alone at home? Using the same old books and practicing the same old basic English patterns? It's time to step up your game and get the practice you need to become a fluent English speaker. Dr. English is an all-in-one English learning platform. The qualified native speakers can help you start your journey today to English fluency. Enjoy learning from the comfort of your own home. Call 010-4591-1496 for a free sample class or take your English to the next level by visiting their website right now at www.dr-english.com You are now tuned into This Korean Life with your hosts, Brian and Nate. Okay, welcome back to another episode of This Korean Life, episode 57 featuring Tamara Lobokaloso. Welcome back for round two. Thank you. You've been here now for seven months? Ten, ten months? Ten. Oh, you did come in. Okay. Because yeah. I saw we posted it in, uh, we posted your episode in March, but I wasn't sure when we recorded. It was two months before. Eh? Um, anyways, this is the, the follow-up. Welcome back. How, uh, how has your experience been so far? Oh, pretty good. You're doing good? Yeah. Roy, Roy's yeah. taking care of you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All good. <laughs> yeah. Let's start off with just kind of standout experiences in your first, uh, ten months is a long time, but we've had, you know, some downtime due to Corona. I still feel bad for <laughs> telling your mom, like, uh, the first time we talked, man, it was like, we've had a hundred cases yeah. <laughs> in total. We had a hundred cases in total when I talked it's to her about still mom. nothing here. I it's know. Still, they have more than this in Alberta in a day than we have here in a month. I know, I know, I know. But it's still, uh, it, it was still shocking to see. Now we're, we were up to over a hundred a day, right? Yeah. But uh, anyways, what are, what are just some notable standout experiences so far that, uh, that you've had and we can go from there? Are you just enjoying okay. the, the kind of day-to-day life of of living in Korea or have you have you been out and about what uh how are um, you keeping busy did a little bit have recently done a little bit of traveling yeah. um but my first couple months um just figuring out my area being by myself in a new country yeah. um just like the first time I'm like really living on my own no like doubt. no roommates or anything so yeah just Different, different experience. What do you? Uh, how do you feel living by yourself for the first time? I was gonna say, what is what is that experience? Um, I love it. Do you feel it. freedom <laughs> or scared or what's it like? Um, no, I love it. It's mm. it's great. I mean, um, I lived away for university, uh, but I had roommates. But now it's like my own plays have to be so independent and. And you're not like too. Where where did you go to school? St. Catharines. Oh, so, oh, you're you're oh, you're at Brock. Yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. but you're only uh, two hours from your parents. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't go home like yeah, yeah. every weekend. I went ah. home like two or three times, a, yeah, a month or something like that. Only two or three times a month. <laughs> 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 that's funny, but it is. I I love to. That that's one of uh, like a really formative experience. I think living in a in a one room by yourself, and you really have to. You know, you got a lot of time to sit around and think and, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and reflect on your life and what you want to do and whatnot. How do you think you've grown as a person other than doing your own laundry and dishes? 
Hey, hey, that, I did that. I did that all before, so that wasn't too much. But definitely, um, you get a like you said, living on your own, a lot of time to just think and for your future, what I want to do, and I think growing as a person. Uh, yeah, a lot of decisions. Like, I just think of this the basic day to day things. Do I want to wash my laundry today? You don't have to. Do yeah. I want to eat today? Yeah, I'll just skip, or I'm just going to microwave something, or I'm just going to order something. But a lot of those. I, I yeah I just found you have a lot of time to do or not do whatever you want. Yeah, and it for could sure. be I'm gonna lay on the couch and watch TV all night every night because I can, and I've never had that. The roommate wanted to watch something else. My parents would say get to bed, my, and you know you can you can do just anything you want. Yeah, like nobody looking over your shoulder. And I think that's yeah. a telling <laughs> a telling sign of really who you are, or who you become when you have that time to control your life however you want. What do you do with that time? Are you reading books? Are you researching? Are you watching uh, videos and tutorials online? Are you studying? Are you doing your master's? Or are you vegging on the couch watching all those Netflix things? I think it's a pretty telling thing of, of who, who you are, a way to find out who you really are when you have that time. But, yeah, I don't know. And that can develop, too. I mean, when Absolute, I first came, not uh, first couple of months, it was a lot of lying on the couch and <laughs> head to the bar and coming back and sleeping <laughs> in and whatnot. But you find your you find your way after a while. Eh? Um, was meeting new friends hard? Yes. It what was, was hard. Uh, how do you go about doing that? Is it branching out? You're in a pretty small hog one, right? Yeah. Not too many teachers. Like no. I've mentioned before, I was in my my first place. There was a thousand students, and we had like eight or nine. Oh, wow. Eight or nine foreign teachers. So every day oh, wow. you go to work, it's a party, and that extends into the into the bar at night. But not not always though. I, I worked at places that had twenty foreigners, and eighteen of them were very hard to get along with. Mm. Um, it, it's not always. But it, in, it's not always a party at work. In then, a like, in a hog one though. Yeah. When I worked with Al, it was me and Al and. And uh, there was three people there. Eric's Eric's wife and yeah, that's just one. The ELC before like before mm. it moved to the kindergarten out, the ELC mm. had like twenty five teachers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean we would come in with a bit of a hangover and and talk about the night before his escapades and and then it would just lead into the next night. But it, I worked at places where there's twenty five foreigners and you barely even say hello in the hallways and. You don't get along with most of them. So if you're you're at a pretty small, uh, pretty small place, how any other foreign teachers? Just one. Just one. Yeah. And is it is that kind of the first friend, or do you how do you how do you branch out from uh, from there? Honestly, like we didn't really hang out. Um, more so, honestly, online, like just yeah, friends good, yeah. apps, um, yeah. reaching out to people. Um, yeah. Then you go for a cup of coffee yeah. and see what kind of interests you have with them. Yeah. Tell me how that works because I'm not from the same era. How, also, I'm, it's COVID times. I'm not a dinosaur, <laughs> but how, how does that work? Just like you're meeting foreigners in Ulsan online. Yeah. And you just meet up for a cup of coffee somewhere or whatever? Yeah. Well, well, like I've seen like my... If you're on the city like, bus. Like I, I find myself that I'm like, whatchamacallit, I can go out out of my way to talk to somebody like i'm a friendly person mm. but just seeing somebody out in the open like i'm never gonna go up to them and be like hey how's it going how's your day going or wow yeah. like i really like your coat like where did you get it? like something like that to start a conversation that's like not me at all but um so my first couple months i found it like really hard to meet people mm. and so just thinking of ways to interact because like 
being alone, you get super lonely. And Absolutely. Yeah. You crave just, that social interaction. Yeah, exactly. And with COVID as well, it's like extremely hard. Was I found it hard as well. Mm. So I just kind of downloaded some apps like um, or online, just tried. Like yeah. that's the only thing that you can do. And you talk to them a little bit online and then it's like, hey, want to get a cup of coffee yeah. and then go from there. So what are – I only know the crazy apps. What are like <laughs> – like how would you – determine what's not so there's and a, i don't even know tinder but that's what all the guys like the young people talk about so if it's not tinder then how do you know it's a friend app and people not out there looking for other stuff so um there's an app called bumble and they have like a bumble bff like a like bumble's like a dating site and they have like a friend um okay. oh, cool. version uh, of it and they also have i think like a business version nice. of it too the friend version, I think that you can like maybe choose if you just want to meet females or you want to meet males, and then um, you can put like your location and same like a dating site, but it's just like for friends. Nice. Yeah. So is that more like I think? Why wouldn't I just go on the Ulsan online Facebook thing and say looking to meet people in Ulsan who wants to have a cup of coffee? Yeah, you could do yeah, that too. Be weird and strange people, but at this point, people can lie online by checking what boxes they are. I like sports or whatever. I like bullshit. No, I don't think anybody's 100% honest on there. So wouldn't it be easier instead of signing up for these sites? And like, how do you even know? I, I'm just curious, like who, how many, I wonder how many people in Osan would be on Bumblebee or whatever as a friend site. Like I would just go Honestly, right on Facebook. Even, even if say, you found not, one person, yeah. it's like, now it's meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> but like, wouldn't Facebook be easier? Cause that's, you know, that people, you can see them, you can kind of follow them on there to see like what kind of personality or person there if you want. Well, just honestly, from just from the couple people that I've met mm. and like talking about Facebook, none of them use Facebook. Wow. So like, <laughs> like I, I enjoy <laughs> Facebook. I can post pictures and like talk to family and like other countries yeah. and stuff. But a lot of people my age don't use Facebook, so mm. they really? wouldn't even yeah. think to like go on it. Yeah. Well, you, you guys don't want to spend hours and hours of your day arguing. Yeah, yeah. but like, but, no. <laughs> but where are you going to post on Instagram a question? Maybe, but it's, yeah. But People might have a Facebook messaging account. strangers on Facebook is more creepier than doing that on Instagram. No, but if I put out there, like, I, I don't know all these sites. So if I was single and went to a new country now. But you're a different demographic. No, but if I left Korea and went to a new country, hmm. I would be looking for, hey, do you guys have something like Wilson Online here? Is there like a Facebook group for... The city, so, so like when Mumbai came, online for foreigners or something? Yeah, but yeah. think about, like, I only knew F Ulsan online because of you guys, mm. right? But somebody coming to Ulsan, how do they find Ulsan online? Usually as soon as you type in Ulsan yeah, on yeah, Google. Oh, those, okay. The, the, well, web, the website and the Facebook group are the two biggest, okay. biggest hits. So that's why I think even it leads people there. Like, when I teach at the Women's Center, lots of those women don't have Facebook because they use Instagram and Naver and whatever, mm -hmm. Kakao and stories but i said listen there's a site we'll send substitute teachers that offers a lot of opportunities for teaching and i can't send you these every time they come on but if you join that group you don't have to join facebook with friends and everything else but you can just join a couple groups yeah and i think it's a good place for networking um and some of them join those groups and now you know they get jobs here and there they respond to jobs or they post jobs or they say hey my friend's looking for a private tutor for their kid and now they go, okay, this is a good network for teachers and teaching and jobs and whatever. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I just... No, no, there are a lot of, uh, like, 
group meetings groups on facebook like there are language exchange groups yeah, right. i used to go there when i was new here yeah. but i think they are all inactive now because of covid right yeah i mean i typed like when looking for stuff like i tried to find facebook groups in um ulsan other than ulsan online mm. but a lot were like seoul or busan or yeah, daegu sure. like even the people that i've like when swiping it's funny you say swiping on a mm. on a friend's app but um <laughs> a lot of people are like in busan or daegu and it's Stupid like <laughs> it's like yeah i can go i like busan and daegu aren't far but obviously you want somebody sure. close by that you can yeah. just be like hey are you free today yeah. like yeah let's go for dinner let's do 20, something 20 years ago i think that would have been so weird to meet a friend online but now it's totally acceptable and like even i remember an online dating started at I remember having the thought like that's so weird who would ever do that yeah and now it's it's completely acceptable yeah. and not acceptable it's probably encouraged like yeah people's lives are so busy and, and doing so much stuff that where do you what are the social settings where you meet people like that so oh, no, and, and people get older and don't want to waste their time especially yeah. if you can go in and narrow it down they said i think there was one if you pay a hundred bucks a year you can eliminate like 98 percent of the bs from a, from a like a dating site, if you're looking for people to date, if you, as long as soon as you put a pay a charge on it, it eliminates like ninety percent of the garbage on there. Oh, and that's all. Even if it's five bucks a month, then it, it gets only people who actually want to date. If you put a hundred bucks a year, it's only people who are serious about dating and not yeah screwing around. There's no or rich super no creepers, funny guys <laughs> and whatever going on. But that's they said. The more the more you have to pay. True, because yeah, you people are because people because then it becomes like that. you're actually taking your time to look at the people rather yeah. than like just going swipe, 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 swipe. <laughs> and I, I never thought of that, but yeah, if you if you were really looking to date or whatever, that yeah, I guess I would pay a, a fee for a month or whatever to meet serious people and cut through all the filter through all the other stuff. No doubt. Do so, you, I, I just want to follow up on that. So when you how what is <laughs> I'm getting a millennial education <laughs> how many times do you chatter before it's comfortable to go for dinner or coffee and are these i assume mostly females but maybe i'm wrong um honestly i don't know it just de- depends on the person like to be honest like if you are chatting back and forth and you like realize that oh you have similar interests and it doesn't hurt to just go for a mm. cup of coffee or something um yeah. i've met guys and girls and um, some of them I'm like, oh, it's a nice person, but I don't think I would meet them again. Nah. Sometimes you don't have similar interests or just, yeah, they busy or like. I hate coffee. Yeah. <laughs> that's my. <laughs> can I get a water? <laughs> well, you said let's go to the coffee shop. Yeah. Everybody can find something there. I drink water. <laughs> yeah. So you just have to, you can't be like too picky you just have to be kind of like open-minded and then go from there i think i wonder too about like friends here like um i always uh, wonder if you were back home would you be friends with some people like i think when you're overseas you're you're more open more accepting of of uh, different kind of yeah and it's uh it's nice i think that's a good kind of residual the effect of living uh yeah, an effect of living outside, like you kind of open your, um, open your blinders yeah. a little bit more to to uh, meeting but new people. Like one thing too, I've noticed it's <clears throat> like you want to meet somebody and you want to have like a good friendship with them. But mm. think about like how many friendships that we have. Like I think about my friendships that I had back home. 
how long it really took for me to be like friends with them, how mm. many times I hung out with them for them to call them a true friend. And now you're in a foreign country and you're like, oh my God, I have no friends because I'm here alone. Yeah. But like, I've only been here 10 months, like, right? So yeah. you can't always develop friendships so quickly. It takes time. But Absolutely. when you're here alone, you want to find somebody fast to have that. And like, you got to define friend and and people fit different needs in your in your life. Yeah, right? yeah. So. yeah. But I was going to say, on the other hand, I found some amazing friends as soon as I got here. Like, like not as soon, but just w- within months yeah maybe that i found buddies that i'm still probably probably the the five guys that i probably hang out with now are the five guys that i met within my first month here okay and connected right away for whatever whatever like you said there's all kinds of different reasons Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean as long as it can take a long time to make other friends i think you can find you can also make some really quick good friends and and i think people well i don't know are you the people you've met are teachers other teachers or one's students a student or, and oh, one's okay. a teacher. But when you meet another teacher, I think you are you, like you automatically have something in common. Like mm-hmm. You guys have both moved from your from your home yeah. country and you're you know that kind of starts the ball rolling. So that that's what I thought about meeting. Just when I asked that question, I thought I think I would just go for coffee. Like, hey, I don't want to be chatting on here. Let's just go and talk to each other. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like chatting online, and I know it's a different time or whatever. But for me, like even if we got nothing in common. And this is just my age now, but everybody's got a cool story. Everybody's got something cool to tell me or teach me or show me or something. And I would just go and if I have that open mind, I think regardless, if you're not like me at all, you're going to have something cool to share with me. Yeah. Because you've also lived 25 years or 23 or 29 or whatever. And you got to have something cool that we can talk about. And then after, even if it doesn't, if I know that's not the click, fine, we can we can part ways. But yeah, I think I'd be more apt to meeting Hey, if you're willing to meet me, <laughs> you're crazy. So that's good enough. Let's go meet yeah. and have a coffee I mean, I or wouldn't say that it's like months. I think months. that's more easy to do it in person. Like, I think I can connect very well. That's right. Yeah. yeah. If I'm just seeing them in person. Right. Whenever you text, it's always like, oh, is this creepy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it true? Is it real? Is it's, it? Yeah. Yeah. It's always a blind thing. No doubt. Um, how has your relationship with your parents and friends changed back home? Do you still, like, are you still, like, in constant contact with them? Do oh, yeah. <laughs> from, I mean, from when you first arrived here until now, do you still, are you still frequently? Um, I think my mom and I's relationship has gotten extremely close. Like, yeah. so I finished work at 9 p.m. Mm, and it's 8 a.m. in 8 Canada or in Ontario. It'll be and 7 soon. Yeah. And <laughs> she'll be, like, walking the dog. So it's, like, perfect time before work. So yeah. literally every day we talk. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, awesome. and then friends too. I think once or twice a week, like um, Facetime them oh, and nice. catch up. Yeah. Nice. Do you do you find any disconnect or any kind of wedge that's grown from you have this new interesting life of things that they can't relate to or can't understand to, or is it like we we say like when we go home, I feel like an alien at home because people just can't understand. They haven't mm-hmm. been here. They don't live here. They don't know what it's like. And it's useless for me to try and tell stories for more than two minutes because they just say, let's just talk about here. We're all uh-huh. from here. We all live here. Let's just talk about here because nobody can relate. And I, and I understand it, but that makes me feel really, really awkward at home. And yeah. I get more culture shock going home than anywhere else. Do you know Plato, the cave allegory? No. Check that out. Do you, do you feel any of that? Like, do they really want to know what you're doing and 
like even my mom will say like, oh, what were you doing? Okay, do you have two weeks to sit down, mom? Because I got a million stories to tell you. <laughs> but it's not. It's after like two or three hours. Like, okay, let's play Scrabble or let's do something uh-huh. else. I don't want to listen to this stuff. Do you, do you kind of feel that? Or is it genuine interest? Or is it more you just checking in what's going on at home? Um, With my parents, um, my mom and I are very close and we'll talk for hours. So for her and I, I feel like it's like she it's like the interest that she's taking. Mm. Um, she can live vicariously through you, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's also had the experience of living away. She so was she, in Germany, right? Yeah. yeah. So she Reliving kind her. of like knows certain things that I'm going through, like especially the times where I was feeling very lonely. Yeah, she yeah. experienced that too. Um, so like, yeah, for, for her, I feel like it's taking the interest. And then for my friends, I think they are very interested in how I'm living my life and what I'm doing. But I think at the same time too, maybe from like my social media and stuff, a lot of people think I'm here just to travel and Mm. like, all I'm doing is traveling. Whereas it's like, no, I work every day, Monday to Friday. And like, (laughs) i have just Saturday, Sunday off, like mm. normal working life. And so just like That's being a, in a different country. The, so. the power of social media. Eh? Look how extravagant yeah. life is. <laughs> like, man, do I'm you, in a Hogwarts. <laughs> do, you, do you find that, um, do you think that, or how do you feel when you talk to them? Do you feel like, oh, I'm missing out on, oh, I missed the Canada Day part. I missed it. I know there's not a lot going on because of Corona, but do you feel like you're missing out or do you feel I'm glad I'm I'm here doing something different because I don't miss that stuff at all. I would say both. 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 Like when I first got here and I would see like my friends hanging out with like their friends or even my parents um, doing things with their friends, whether it's going to a cottage or doing this or that. I'd yeah, be like, oh, my edibles. God, like I'm not I'm not doing that yet because I hadn't found some friends to really go out and adventure. Mm. Um but the last couple of months, I've been able to take some trips, and yeah. that's have some fun. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Do you do you ever feel like I can go home and do that anytime? Like go do what they're doing? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like for m- sure. a lot of my thing when people said, "When are you going home?" And I'm like, "Well, I can go home anytime." It hasn't but I, changed. I don't, it's exactly the I same. Think it's, I think it's more so just like like going home and doing those trips and stuff or just hanging out with them like yeah you can go to maybe a cottage here you can go camping or you can go on trips but it's like the people that you're doing it with Mm -hmm. i think it's more so that and that's what leads us to stay here for 20 years (laughs) (laughs) you go home for your vacation and do that trip you're like okay i did it yeah now now what i'll see you guys next (laughs) year and then wow i'm there for 10 years (laughs) how do you think your experience would have been different without corona I know, I know. Favette talked up the the bar scene and, <laughs> and and just getting getting hammered six days a week. But how do you think it would have been different without uh, without Corona? Do you think you would have been uh, in bars more? You would have had a chance to travel more. I know. That's yeah, fun. yeah. Um, just like and maybe like I know that Wilson has like lots of events too, yeah. like just local events, yeah. like. Even like the stadiums right beside my house, I'm sure that they have like games Don't there, care. and so yeah. yeah, just very different. I'm sure a lot of um, like foreigners coming, more foreigners coming to the country as like in Tulsan, it's yeah. as well. I wonder. So. I was just thinking, like, I don't know if you took the the opposite angle. Like, do you think there's any benefits of of being here during a time of Corona? I know 100%, last time, percent. You could have crushed out a master's. You. There's a lot of time to introspect. I know the the big one would have been the two weeks 
of just oh, <laughs> before starting <laughs> that's your hobby. That's true. Right? Yeah, that yeah. Been a big one, but I wonder about any other any other benefits. Yeah, doing doing a master's would have been a a good one, but. Just, I don't know, saving your liver, I guess, would be the biggest one. <laughs> saving, having a chance to save more money, I guess. Just for some yeah. perspective, what what would you say is your type of personality? Are, are you a pretty outgoing and out there person? Or are you more shy and conservative? Or? Well, she said she can meet someone, but just not walk up to them on a yeah. random street. She's not <laughs> I think like a bit of both. She's not, like, yeah. Right. But then I wonder, because when I asked her a month or two ago if she'd been to the bar, and or she said she hadn't found Sticky Fingers or JJ's yet, and I was like, Really? Uh, yeah, like but even, I'm not the type I of person to just go to a bar by myself. Like, that's even, just listen, not my... Even after 10, 11 years here, <laughs> I went to SEMA uh, one time. I don't know. I was out and then I went to SEMA and I think the guys had were still golfing. And I was there for like an hour by myself. I was like, I feel a little bit strange. Just kind of sitting here having... Uh, I kind of yeah, like that then. You say hello to this guy, but say hello... Yeah, but that's I, maybe your personality. Right, that, <laughs> yeah. that, so that's, that's what I'm asking. Like, what what would you say... You say you can go up and ask someone, or you could or couldn't do something. But um, that's what I mean. Like, what kind of personality do you think you are where... I, like, I went to the... Ooh, the stops were playing last week somewhere. Mm. So I went there. It was someone's birthday and whatever. But I, I don't typically go out very much. But if you were a new person in town... I mean, everyone's feeling happy and, and joyous in there. You can go in and say hello to anybody and, and boom, you make 10 <laughs> new friends in a night. <laughs> I know it's probably not the easiest thing to go to a, to a bar by yourself. But. I remember feeling weird at Tombstone even the first time I went uh, I went down. But again, there were foreigners there. It was a smaller community at the time and they like, hey, what are you doing? Come over. And then Jeff came in with a squirt gun full of vodka. And <laughs> <laughs> but that was mine sister, too. They yeah. said, just go to this bar called Tombstone. Walk in, hey, how you doing? But like at the same time, I had never even heard of it. But like before you even told me those two places, I never even heard of it. Yeah, like, I can never do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I don't think everybody can, but that I just that that's why I wondered what the personality type is. And if if you get into those lonely spaces, like I think a lot of people do, especially during this corona time, mm-hmm. sometimes I think you really have to get out of your your routine or your comfort zone and really try and change something. Mm. Because otherwise, it just keeps spiraling down and down and down. Like, how do I make this stop? Maybe it takes something drastic, like doing something like that. Um, but another good thing too, if you had your your period of of loneliness and you got through that, plus Corona, when you come out on the other side, you're gonna be like, yeah, you're gonna be yeah. invincible. Yeah, I remember those, you know, those dark summer months or whatever that. That was uh, that was hard. So you're gonna be better because of it. That's awesome. Can you uh, tell us about Koje? How was your experience down there? Was, you went. Uh, you went recently. Yeah, last weekend. Very nice. Well, give us some. Uh, shed some light on the on there. I have great memories from there, including um, the underwater bridge, underwater, <laughs> yeah, underwater bridge. <laughs> the underwater tunnel to to get there. Um, how was it? Yeah, it was great. The first, like, the weather was beautiful. Mm. Um, we were there Saturday to Monday, oh. and um, oh, it was a long weekend. Yeah, a long weekend. Ahead. And did you tell your parents you had Monday off because uh, of the alphabet? Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I just said yeah. holiday. Well, was, they had Thanksgiving, so <laughs> yeah. I told the uh, I called my dad. I'm like, yeah, we got Monday off. He's like, what's the what's the occasion? He's like, is it Thanksgiving? Is it this? Yeah. I said, 
No, nah, we're celebrating the alphabet. Is that was that the holiday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. We took um, a ferry, like a boat, to like around the islands, and then we went and saw. We went to one island. They have like a botanical garden, yeah. and like the view is just beautiful. Yeah. Um, you just go there for like an hour or so, right? And then walk around the island and come back. We were there at the island for two hours. Okay, okay. Yeah. But it's not like uh, you don't go. I can't remember the name of it. But you don't go there and like stay. That's just kind of like a day trip. Yeah, a day okay, trip, yeah. a day trip. Yeah. Okay. One of the places we did like, um, like it's called Luge. It's like, oh, I yeah, want to yeah, say it's yeah. like go-kart, but yeah. So we did that and that was really fun. My first time like doing something like that. Oh, so you did that, didn't you? Yeah. In Busan, in Gizan. In Gizan? It's, it's, it can, is it? I mean, for, for in Korea, it's like a, it's a lot less structure than I would, than I would anticipate. Like usually it's wait and they're like extra safe. Okay. The next water slide guy is a hundred meters down. Okay. You can go. go. We're at home. It's like, okay, go, go, go. But the luge was, I was with my in-laws and my kids. Yeah. And <laughs> we were going to these crazy, They, I want to say they were Russians. And they just, they were betting to see who can get down the fat. And they, they just come ripping yeah, around like, on two wheels. One, like, oh, one person yeah. hit my friend and we were like, oh, shit, okay. I had my daughter in my lap and we're racing with these guys. And I'm like, hold on, I'm not losing to these guys. It's like the... But my father-in-law stops in the middle of the track and I'm like, so i'm not used to that much freedom on those kind of things in korea usually it's very regulated and like structured but that was pretty <laughs> that was fun I, I i probably would have done it a bunch more times was it busy down when you were there oh yeah yeah really? like at the luge place we had to wait like just an hour to get in to wow like do it no yeah. way yeah holy man Jeez, um, just for you on long holidays. Oh, I guess yeah. so. <laughs> I tried to go to Everland one year before, like when I was dating my wife. We tried to go to Everland. Like, yeah. The bus to leave Ulsan to go to Seoul was, you know, you had to wait for a second bus. And just once we got into Seoul, the bus to go to Everland, the wait for the bus to go to Everland was like two hours. Like, okay, we're not going. <laughs> Definitely Shit. not going. It was on Children's Day. We were stupid. That was dumb. But where else have you been to? Um, In Goji Island? No, just... In Korea. Oh, Seoul, oh. Um, Daegu, and Busan. Ooh, and did all the big ones. Yeah, I think that's it. You're yeah, from so. Toronto area? Georgetown. Georgetown. Aaron. Toronto area? Aaron yeah. now. <laughs> what, what is it? Aaron. Aaron. What do you mean? That's where I'm from. Aaron? Yeah. I've never heard of Aaron. It's close to Guelph. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh so you live in Aaron now. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 I gotcha, yeah. I gotcha. How, how would you... What are some of the noticeable differences or contrasts between... A city like Seoul and Toronto. I assume you spent some time downtown in Toronto or no? Like a really. weekend or so. I don't go to Toronto too often. Okay, but you spent a weekend in Seoul, right? Yeah. Okay. So what would you find? Like what are some of the highlights, lowlights, surprises? Um, comparing or just another it? big city? I would just say maybe overall like in Korea, transportation is just so good. Deadly, eh? Yeah. Really nice. And... Like, someone who doesn't speak any Korean, it's so easy to get around, to take the subway. I was really proud of myself yeah. taking the subway by myself. Yeah. Um, if you stay another year and someone, your your brother or sister or parents come over or something and you guide them around the Seoul subway, they'll be like, holy shit, man, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Did it surprise you, the, the size of the subway? Like, when you go down eight escalators, you're like, oh, here's line 12. Duk, 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 duk. 
Did you? Oh, no, I didn't pay attention to oh, that. I, every time I'm like, I'm like 50 meters underground. Oh, I something's didn't even gonna, think about that. I'm but it's true. Gonna, yeah, you do. The escalators if are I'm very mistaken, long. I think they're some of the deepest subways in the world. Now that you mention it. Yeah. And it's... They double as bunkers if, if Kim Jong-un ever gets wild up there. I think the lowest floor is the Eric train to Incheon, right? It's like minus 10 or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's wow. minus Pretty... 10 floors. Yeah. From on the Seoul station. Yeah. Oh, I, thought it was mu- I thought it was like, a lot more than that. One of those escalators is like six or it seven. Keeps going. Like one, just one of them is like six or seven. Sometimes you got to go down three or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hundred meter escalators, man. Like it's it's like subway. It's a long way down. KTX subways, more subways yeah. than the NX. I, how do you make that? <laughs> who who? Yeah. I don't know. That's beyond my thinking capacity. But mess up Legos. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Um, in Seoul, compared to here, one one of my biggest feelings just kind of personal feelings was i felt there was more culture i felt like there was some i don't know exactly where you were but just walking around in the streets i felt like uh, uh not uh, i i love Wulsan, but i felt there it was like more more happening i don't know the the right I definitely word, like, yeah like i i from what i've noticed like um i think like fashion is definitely so big over there like mm. you can see that for sure like people yeah, like dress the, just the way that they want to dress, and it's very. Absolutely. Did you go to Myeongdong? No. No. Yeah, if, you, if you go to one or two, were you in Gangnam? Yeah, I did so, go there. But that's kind of like upscale. But for the picture, like the youth, <laughs> the youth trending stuff <laughs> there in Myeongdong too. Like, man, it just like it just breathes like fashion and style and trends and hipness, and it's really wild. It's cool to be there. Um, but anyways, yeah, did you feel a, a difference between Ulsan and... Oh, and yeah, like, yeah. definitely, like, I already think that Ulsan is, like, so much, like, bigger city where I grew up, oh, right? Okay, and I'm yeah. always like, oh, my God, like, it's so big. And then I went to Seoul and I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so insignificant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no. so I, I really enjoyed my time there. No doubt. What, uh, now, last time you were here... Um, I asked you what kind of what kind of food you ate. You said sticky rice and bulgogi, <laughs> um, and that was the otugi microwave special that they sent you with your yeah. with your care package. Yeah, um, you didn't know what a kimbap was. I've had that okay. lots, <laughs> and, <laughs> which I told you would. Yeah, um, and what else? Uh, what other? You can tell us just the the regular stuff that you enjoy and some of the more exciting dishes. I don't know the, the more extreme exotic. dishes, exotic. That's the one. Um. That you've tried? Lots of Korean barbecue. Of course. Um, actually, last weekend when I went to Goje Island, I had raw crab. Yeah. First time ever. Raw had... crab? Yeah. Oh, you hit it with a hammer and then eat it? No, you just like, it's like marinated and oh, it okay. looks like, it looks cooked and then, but you like chew on it and, and then it's it pinches raw. your lip? How do you... No, it's dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's you not a lie. It's just oh, yeah, not cooked. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's, not alive. That was, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever I guess the, the baby octopus. No, like I didn't. Oh, Those the ones from Costco. You're talking about? No, no. I mean like the live ones. Live baby. No, live that, baby. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because that's just. Jigauchi. Oh it, no! It's crawling all over. You your can either just throw it in, or they'll they'll skewer it on a chopstick, wrap the legs around, and you just. One shot. Oh, no, no, and no. Those are, those are wild. I don't know if I'd be that adventurous <laughs> to try it. <laughs> I'll do that after I highly, years. highly recommend going to Jigauchi, to the fish market in Busan. It's one of the biggest seafood markets in the mm. world. Oh, it's damn. huge, and you'll see stuff there that'll 
Shock you out of your that. shorts. <laughs> it's, it's impressive there. Well, and, and scary. I mean, in, in, in a, a sustainability perspective, it's it's scary how much fish they have there. Like, mm. where do you get all this from? There's, it can't just keep showing up like this. Oh, side note, I fishing came up in my class a couple of weeks ago, and one lady was saying when she was young, she used to go fishing with her dad. And he would do. He would stick. They had like a some sort of electric stick, and he would just go up to the little lake and go, <laughs> and the fish would just float up, and they would, and he would just collect them all. Oh, dude, it was. Hilarious. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> wow! Fishing. That's wow! Like the dynamite fishing they used to do in Southeast Asia. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Fish. I think if you go to Jina Beach early in the morning, you can see those fishing boats coming, and they are like. Yeah, it feels like where are they getting so much fish from? <laughs> yeah. Have you been to Jigachi? No. In Busan? Yeah, means I've been in that area. But have you walked the fish market? No, no, no. I mean, oh, it's wild. Huh? You haven't you haven't seen anything. Like you you just wonder how on earth can there be that many fish? Oh and how for how many days can you keep bringing that many fish in? It just seems completely We went to one we, we we went to the fish market in Goja Island and I was like, "Oh, one guy asked me, he's like, you want like you want to buy? And I was like, no. <laughs> what do I do with Yeah, that? what yeah. do I do? <laughs> like the big market here, the big farmer's market here in Samsung, like that's big and it has a decent fish market. But I mean, this is like probably two kilometers long mm. of wow. just millions of, and every kind of sea creature you can imagine. And yeah, that's what I there, when the boats come in, you'll see hammerheads, you'll see, wow. you'll see everything. Yeah, and I remember walking near that. I saw like baby sharks, and I saw like half the stuff. Dude, 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 looks dude. like aliens. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I say it's such an. It's probably one of my top three tourist places in Korea. So what else? Your uh, <laughs> dead rock crabs. Uh, yes, dead. I, I imagine <laughs> they are dead. <laughs> swimming around in the sauce. Trying to, trying you to had the raw it. fish. Um, sushi. Yeah, sushi. Yeah. yeah. Sushi Wait, area. Ooh, yeah. Without the rice. Uh, what about on like day to day? Are you cooking yourself? Are you uh, do do you enjoy just having some some take out kimbap? What's the yeah? If I cook or if I don't feel like making anything, yeah, yeah just nothing order. Wrong yeah. Nothing wrong <laughs> what do you What do you find is missing here that you'd like to <clears throat> that you'd like to cook? I mean, probably being in a single a single dwelling, you're probably not going to Costco and buying the stuff that I'm buying for my family. But what kind of stuff do you wish maybe you could make, or the spices you wish were here, or what seems to be missing for you? Honestly, not having an oven is kind of hard. Yeah. Like, I'm used to having an oven for making food. That's like, year yeah. seven. Huh? Year seven, you yeah. can have an oven. Year seven. Yeah. Um, there's some good, there'll be some good used ones that come up online all the time. Um, yeah, I'm just, I think back home when I would cook, it would just be like in an oven. So now everything is like just stovetop. Mm. But you get a rice cooker? No, I just buy the microwave rice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh it's about, whatever. It's a, it's yeah. Like a Single food. portions, you don't, uh, yeah. I used to do, uh, I used to cook it in a pot and like one of those Daiso, um, golden pots. And like every time you cook something, like a little bit of gold flakes <laughs> up in your shit. I wonder. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the early days, man. It looks like brass, but it, <laughs> no. yeah, it's spray painted brass. <laughs> yeah. But that was a uh, golden rice days. Just make some curry in it. You don't feel so bad. I think just overall, just probably miss my mom's cooking. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Do you have like food progressions? Means I, I remember when I was new, I had like a period when it was like kimchi jjigae. Almost once a week or twice a week. Mm. Then it is like bogumba for once a week or twice a week. Yeah. 
Like a favorite, a favorite dish that you're kind of cycling through. Um, I eat chop chip up like sometimes two weeks straight one time. Same place, same time. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. So, what have you? What kind of phases have you gone through? I think. What is probably yeah. maybe kimbap and kimbap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'll go like two times a week, and then I'm like, huh, I don't really feel like this for a little bit. Two then... times a week. Jeez, that's standard. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> a phase. That's everyday life. <laughs> uh, have you tried the Chinese food? No. Korean Chinese food. Jajangmyeon, no. tangsuyu. Sweet and sour pork? No. Oh. oh, sweet and sour pork. Yes. Okay, that's the. Yes. That's oh, okay. That's okay. The black noodles you haven't had yet. Oh yes, yes. Okay, that's okay. Jajang, man. okay. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. So, I just go and I. There's only three Chinese food. T- here. I I menus in Korean. Just translate it and go. I'll have that. <laughs> I'll have the the black. What yeah. do we call black bean? Black, no- black bean noodles. Black bean noodles. Okay. Yeah. Ah, I always wanted those English translations. <laughs> Like the onion pizza or something like it's not an onion pizza, man. Come on. Onion oh, I like the, the English. <laughs> the, the, the English translations it, and it come up with this. What's the TV show? The famous thing you're watching, Game. Oh, the Squid, Squid, Squid Game. I haven't seen it yet. That, no. Oh, you gotta get it. It's good. That they said, uh, you know, the translations are are all off or whatever. Mm. And then someone brought up a, a really good point. Like the Koreans are angry now that. Not not angry, but there's there's some ruckus online that you know you're not translating this properly. Netflix, what's going on? Yeah, you're giving the wrong kind of idea. It doesn't even let you fully understand. But then they said, okay, well, how about your uh, this is Korean pizza? That is not an accurate translation of pajeon Korean pizza. It's terrible. It's a terrible description of what pajeon is. Um, and so is, goes, is Korean pancake any better? It goes through twenty. No, but yeah, because if you say pancake, people think it's like sweet with syrup. It goes through twenty yeah. different examples or thirty examples of descriptions that Koreans have made in English for their foods that are not even. If a if a Western person thought of it like that in English, it doesn't make any sense. Like we wouldn't think of anything close to that. And it said, so why don't you collaborate and figure out what would better describe these foods or what would be a better description or accurate description. I've been here 14 years and I, I oscillate through pancake and pizza. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that happens with every language. Like I'm like, I'm sure once you have any like movie show and then you translate to English, it's always miss. Of course. um, course. But the same thing, the whole world's loving it. So there's, there's also some backlash saying, Hey, the whole world's loving it. Shut up and let them watch it yeah. and enjoy it. Yeah. Stop yeah. telling them it's not the right translation. It's a cream pancake. Whatever no. it is, they're loving it. This is a flowered <laughs> thing. This, uh, <laughs> this is a, a flowered they, they lost that right when they added sugar to garlic bread, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is garlic bread. Give you diabetes. Um, but uh, no, do you plan on watching that? It's, it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's pretty I good. And I like... I'm watching it with with the English dubbing. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if that's the. Oh, I don't know what the big. Is that what people are angry about? The one of them is really bad. One of them is kind of bad. That like I don't but know. I think we live here. English subtitle or like the English voiceover. That's what I said. One of them. Ha- one of them is pretty bad, and one of them is just not too huh, bad. Okay. But it's I it's funny to hear like um, when they I haven't watched it when they'll mm-hmm. call someone like hey old man and you're like <laughs> is that Ajishi or Harabuji and like you're, you're being here for so long you kind of understand like you're a real jerk and you're like oh he didn't say jerk for people who haven't lived here they can't grasp that but if you've lived here and you're watching you could also understand like 
okay, this is the context, and I know what this mm. situation calls for. So. And I I found it really cool too that um, just the, one of the big games that they play is the Targona game. Do you know what that is? It's like Targona, oh, the cookie, like the, the little cookie. Yeah, I've seen I've seen like TikToks and videos on it. You Roy, have to like poke a listen, like poke it Roy, out. Roy has fucking two machines this big in your hog one that yeah. cooks that shit. Uh, yeah, tell, <laughs> the, tell me what the dog is before you leave. Eh? You want uh, you want me to sign a second year? Go get that dog eh? Go cook some up. No, but uh, that was a, a big game where they gotta they gotta poke around yeah. the, uh, around the thing, and it's cool being here and kind of comparing my experience of watching it to my brother and my niece and. You know, when I think about Dalgona, like, oh, that time I ate it at the market. Oh, the story my my father-in-law told me when he was young or making them at the uh, – or seeing the reactions of people when Roy bought those machines and brought them to the festival. And everyone's like, oh, I remember doing this when mm. I was young. And everyone seemed – I was like, this stupid little brown cookie. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> it doesn't even, doesn't even taste that good. But um, the, the reaction of people kind of – you know, thinking back to when they were young playing that game, it was really cool. And, 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 and going into the show with that kind of pre-knowledge, it was like, oh, it kind of, it really flavors the, really Yeah, because you can relate to it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It's cool, man. Have you been to the Whale Museum? Yes. Did you see, when you go through the Whale Village, the old village, did you do that? Yeah. They have, you can make Dalgona there for whatever, Chanon or something. They have okay. machines, you can make them there, but. Hmm. Yeah, maybe with COVID they aren't doing it because they yeah, they probably. didn't have it when I was there. Yeah. That's my kids got to do it there, and that's the same thing. Like they they kind of had, and I think my wife kind of looks at them and goes, "Wow, that's what it was like for me like thirty years ago or <laughs> forty years ago." And I think it's it's yeah, you think well laborious and this you can just go buy a candy at the store, but but to see him do it and to get that experience, I think is pretty cool to see what it used to be like. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Korean. It's it's a phonetical language. It's very easy to learn to read. What have you put any efforts in or any time into reading, speaking, anything else? No, Google no. Translate, not at all. No, no need to. Hold up the phone. Yeah, is that? Do you use the Google Translator, like the? Yeah, one of the translate apps. Yeah, just just put it up and it, and it translates yeah. right on screen. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, man. What's I was the... I was debating learning it, but. Just hearing, like, my students talk so much Korean and, like, on the weekends, I'm like, I don't want to now learn it. <laughs> like, I just want to, yeah, I just want to, like, not study or do whatever. It's like, overwhelming. Just, yeah, uh, yeah. What about for, like, at the market or and maybe you don't even go, but what about the market or the taxis or whatever? Do you feel at least I should get this base level down or a little bit or no? Um... Don't need it at all. Sometimes yes, sometimes like it would be nice to, but for the most part, like it's it's not that hard to get around. I think um, taxis, you just show them where you want to go in mm. Korean or like um, cacao taxi. Like I took one here, you just put it's like Uber. You just put in where you want to go, mm. and it takes you. you. Don't you have to like tell him? Oh, you don't even talk to him. No, you just <laughs> say hello and you hop in. And you're good. Um, Did you make forty bucks this time? Nate goes out he's like oh I'll pay for your taxi will you give him one and he give you one money back yeah so like I gave him one and he thought I gave him 50 or something he gave me 40 back or something yeah <laughs> she got a free ride and Nate got lunch yeah deadly that those have been those have been some of my best practicing experiences and some of my most interesting conversations with just 
random taxi guy. Still to this day, if I'm downtown and I get a cab home, I jump in. And I say, oh, how's your night going? Blah, blah, blah. And start. He's like, shit, this guy speaks Korean. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's, and then, then he'll start firing the questions. Where are you from? Probably. What do you do? How long you mean? And I just, I use that as like a free private lesson. Like <laughs> that's 20 minutes that I get to practice my Korean with a, who loves to ask me questions, but if they don't know, they're kind of hesitant. But as soon as you give them, hey, how you doing? Are you having a good day or something? And they go, oh, this guy's pretty friendly. And then they go, I can ask him all those crazy questions I've had built up in my mind for <laughs> 10 years. And, uh, and, and those are some of my most memorable experiences with Korean is just the random taxi guys. And especially in like Busan or Seoul, where I find a lot of people don't speak Korean because they don't have to. Yeah. Because the people are, the Korean people are kind of more international and especially Itaewon, Gangnam, like these guys speak English. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Go to Hyundai. And I just, I just say, oh my, you know, it's just, that I've said it for 20 years. And they say, huh? <laughs> like, There's no way we can speak Korean. <laughs> and then they say, where are you from? You're not from here. And I say, how do you know that? Say, well, you speak Korean. <laughs> That was, I just asked how much it is. I might not say Korean. I just said, how much is it? Yeah. But yeah, especially in the big cities, they'll say, oh, where are you from? Yeah. They're like, what do you mean? I'm from Ulsan. Mm -hmm. Ah, that's why you're speaking Korean. That's funny. Um, you said you might uh, spend another year here, but if you did go home, have your has your career outlook changed? Is teacher's college still on the table? Yeah, teacher's yeah. college still on the table. That's looking uh, Yeah. Looking but good. I I definitely, being here has made me realize that like there's so much of the world to see. Like I want to finish my education in Ontario just because it's like a good backup if eventually I want to like move back home. My yeah. family and friends are there. But mm. definitely after I want to go to another country and teach mm. there. Yeah. If you didn't... Uh, Robbie Pink Shorts there didn't he do his uh, his out east and it was only a year. Yeah. I think you do you can do it in uh, in just a year. Even I think San effects or or something out east there. Yeah. But um, that is that's good. I wanted to uh, catch up on that. What about social media? Have you seen your your followers grow? Is there been any uh, no. any traction? No. No, I don't. I have my like travel Instagram, but I don't really post too much. I'm not like a everyday poster I, mean, I the, guess i mean the black noodles again <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. I, I have one just getting back to the language part there i don't i don't remember if you mentioned anything about it in the last one did, did you say something last time about discrimination and stuff growing up or no we talked i think we talked about it a little bit but i didn't face too Anyways, much so I, I i mean now like not learning the language and and i'm of course i live here and i'm rooted here and i have a different or, or a bias but I always think of growing up and I mean, there's a lot of rude comments and I probably made some of them growing up, which I regret now. I don't regret maybe, but I learned, I've learned a lot and I've yeah. changed a lot, but the ones that say, ah, oh, so-and-so and they never speak our language or they never speak English or, and it's, it's usually related to certain nationalities that operate in certain industries, whether it's uh, driving taxis or, or cleaners or whatever it is. Um, and now I, I feel uh, for those people and I, I think like, how can anyone say that? Or how can we talk like that, especially being here? And I know you've been here for eight months and it's been a crazy Corona time, but there's people who've been here 10, 15 years whose Korean is worse than yours. Mm. 
And I just think some of these people are the same people at home who would say like, oh, and especially watching the craziness in America, like about, you know, go back to, to where you country, came yeah, from yeah. and you don't know our country and, you know. If Jesus well, spoke English, well, then you got to speak English. <laughs> well, now, now I feel I was at a meeting. At s- oh, who was it? Who was it? There was a I famous politician. Like, if Jesus spoke English, then <laughs> you got to speak English. Yeah. I was I was at a meeting at City Hall last week with the mayor, and I said, like, you see the ten people here? Like, this is our hometown. We've been here. To- everyone's been here like twenty years, 25, 27, 19, 18, 26. And this is our hometown. I don't yeah. feel I've moved all around when I lived in Canada. I've, this is the most I've lived anywhere. This is mm. twice as long as I've lived anywhere in any other city in Canada. And I don't want to feel like the outside. I know I am. And I accept it. And I, I kind of enjoy it. But I also you know, don't need special foreigner this, foreigner that. I don't want to just have like regular stuff where we can just show up and be accepted yeah. like a, a resident. Yeah. I don't care where necessarily where we're from. So... I think that's a big takeaway I've had from traveling all over the world is just the appreciation and understanding of other cultures and people and stuff. Have you had any of those moments here where you think, oh, this is what it feels like, or, oh, I know people that might be in this situation back home, or now you can empathize with them or or be more understanding of people that might face similar situations to what you faced here? Um, of course. Yeah. Of course. You know, I just I, feel like for myself... Um, I know that like long term I won't be here. I think that that's why it's right. I've one foot in, one foot out. That's every, yeah, that's, that's what... everyone's first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I guess I just haven't like put so much right. effort into learning the language because why would you? Yeah, that's. I, I don't think in the first year anyone can be faulted because it's still very undecisive. Yeah, but but I mean, in, in general, like uh, if people are pointing or looking or staring or. Or, tr- or saying, hey, go to the back of the line. Or do you ever have any of those experiences where you think, ooh, this is what it's like to be treated differently or like a minority? Oh, for sure. Like, I walked down my street and, like, all eyes are on me. It's like, <laughs> like okay, like, Should yes, I, I yeah, honestly, sometimes I have or... waved and then they're, like, thrown off. But Start it's like, TikTok. at least if you're going to stare, like, we're human. We all stare at people. Like, yeah. it's, but don't make it so obvious that, like, you are, your eyes are glared at me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm trying to teach my daughters. Oh, man, they're bad. <laughs> they're, yeah. And they're like, Daddy, he's your friend. <laughs> like, well, no, he's not. No, he's not. Hey, Daddy, do you, do you know, know him? him? No, no, I don't. I, I know. I caught myself like looking at someone in a wheelchair one time, and not just different. You know, like it's not every day you see someone in a wheelchair and mm. just kind of half asleep, just like, oh, that guy's in a wheelchair. And then you're like, oh no, I'm doing. What I complain about people doing to me. Yeah. <laughs> but do you find it different here? Like, I I find myself like those sometimes, sometimes, and I feel like I want to go hide behind a telephone pole and stare longer because I want to see like what is that guy's facial expressions? How does he care? Does he have confidence or is he kind of? I think we we're we put too much thought into it. I think they don't. It's just a fleeting thought or like, oh look, there's a foreigner. It's not like, oh, I wonder where he's from. Or it's just like, oh, there's a different guy. Yeah, no, and especially I mean, if you're, like, the area that I'm in, I'm sure, like, I'm one of the only foreigners that probably, live in that yeah. area. But, like, if you go to Seoul, I didn't right. find so many people staring at me because there's so many exactly. people studying or working sure. or whatnot. But, like, I told, I, obviously, like, I've talked to my 
parents about it. I'm like, oh my god, like I walked down the street and like I feel all the eyes at me. And my mom's yeah. like, it's like Star the same dance. thing when I go to India. I find that people stare at me because like I'm wearing ripped jeans and my mom's like, like that's not like yeah. my rip, my jeans are all ripped and <laughs> and. My my mom's like you just don't notice it because you're with people when you're alone you tend to notice things Absolutely. more. Kind of so there, yeah. going to Seoul was like yeah a breath of fresh air like you're just like I'm nobody here exactly mm. yeah but yeah walking down the street here you're like either a celebrity or an alien and everybody's got their eyes on you yeah but I don't, I think we again we we put too much thought into it like oh he's looking at me and, and sometimes it does but it wears on you man like I said you're having a bad day. Walk into a restaurant like, oh, not today. Yeah. Don't, don't come up and say hi or something just because I'm a, and who knew you never know their intentions too. They're maybe just trying part, to be nice. Part of part of mine was always like the Americans have been here for now like God, sixty years. Like what what point do you get over? <laughs> what point does it become like just you know We're in like, you don't too. have to when people yeah. say it's a countryside, and we're like, no, 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 it's not the countryside. <laughs> Have you seen Thunder Bay? Yeah. <laughs> but, but it is. It, I know, it any- is conservative and it is kind of yeah. traditional compared to the big cities. I know. Any in, time- in my apartment, I don't feel like people looking at me anymore now. Now, now they just know that, okay, he's that guy. He's local. Listen, I've lived in my apartment for 11 years. And the guy who's lived there the same amount of time as me at least, the other day, and he goes, I was I was leaving really early one day. It was like seven o'clock or something. He's like, "What hagwon do you work at?" And I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" What ha-? Like the guys never even. I mean, of all the people I t- I talk to, any same. The elevator is a free chance to practice Korean. I talk to everybody in the elevator, and this guy says, "Well, I, I'm wearing like like uh, not a suit, but I I got a suit jacket on and a collared shirt." And he's like, "What hagwon do you work at?" And I was like. Have you ever been to a Hogwan or seen a Hogwan? Or like, I'm going to the university, dude. He, he practiced that all night. Yeah. <laughs> Which Hogwan do you do work, work at? He's in the shower. He said it in Korean. But I was like, man, like everybody in our apartment knows our family and knows me and talk about me. And they know, you know, I come home from the farm with crazy untraditional farming clothes and lots of boxes of goodies from the farm. And like they know where they see the kids going to hockey and they're like, they play that weird sport with the super long stick thing. <laughs> they know. But this guy said, what hogwan? And I was like, wow, I haven't worked at a hogwan in like 15 years, buddy. <laughs> I was just surprised. Someone's selling your car online? Is it a so, car? Oh, dude, I saw a red Matisse or, uh, <laughs> pop up and I was like, dude, is someone trying to sell Sodom's car? <laughs> that reminded me of something else. I, I don't know if it was a buddy doing it for a joke. My One of my dad's friends, I think, did that when he was younger. As a joke, put my dad's car up for sale. Oh, my God. My dad got 100 calls. Like, yeah, I want to buy that car. I want to buy that <laughs> where car. Did that, where did that come from? I saw his car up for sale. There's, there's a, there's a, a TikTok <laughs> like that where people have dropped, like, keys yeah. with, like, somebody's phone number. And the guy's like, gets calls saying, like, did you lose your keys? And he's like, no, what the hell? I didn't lose my key. The next call, I found your key. And it's like 20 yeah. people calling him. Oh, nightmare. <laughs> What what do you think would be uh, the deciding factors if you decide to stay another year? Or do you think there's an outside chance you might be here three, four, five years? Or are, are you still pretty set on a, f- a finite timeline of one or two years? Or Salary and Bumblebee. Bumblebee. <laughs> salary, salary and Bumblebee. Um, it's coming down to the two. I don't know. It's just... I know that I want to go back to school, so it's kind of like... 
like how much longer I want to be here. How much longer um, do you want to delay your permanent employment, I guess? Yeah. That's the, that's the idea. How old are you? Yeah. 23, turning 24 oh in like two weeks. I have, yeah. man, I applied for a master's at that age. Sent, got all my documents, sent them in, and like nothing happened. Like I called the, it was in, the, it, it was in, it was in Australia. It cost me like a hundred bucks to get everything. And I called them like, guys, nothing like, <laughs> like hello, did yeah, you like, get I, it? Did it arrive? I, yeah, I sent you all my things. Like we never got anything. I'm like, man, I wrote, the, I wrote the address perfectly. What do you? Um, and they never got anything. And I look back, and then nice. I just forgot about it or just didn't pursue it. And uh, I was. So they still never got it. To no, this day, it, like, I sent my parents and friends ago, yeah. <laughs> postcards, and it took one month to send. Did it cost seventy dollars? Is that no? No, it was super cheap. Really? Recently? Yeah. The post just opened like a week ago or something. Again. Oh, okay. Like no, that's good. Shipping, not airmail. We talked about it, but uh-huh. at Christmas, sending home Christmas cards is like forty bucks. Right? I tried sending a birthday, a I birthday card, and it was going to be sixty bucks. Five postcards, and it was like two dollars. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. Oh, yeah. we're back on back on track. Yeah, my parents, so, my mom was like, "That's cheap because Canada was it's like expensive." So, yeah. um, what was I saying for that? Oh yeah, the, <laughs> and, yeah. No, the the papers never arrived, but I, I was happy actually. <laughs> Not well. I know you did child and youth studies, right? Yeah. So you have some background going in. Like, I couldn't have completed my master's that I'm doing now without experience. Mm. It would have been in, without ten years of experience. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, I needed those. Uh, I needed those years definitely to to kind of form my thoughts or or get a better understanding of what of the of the whole picture. But you're doing your master's in education, right? Yep. And there's lots of uh, crossover from the university, University of the People. You gotta say it like that. Okay. Uh, you gotta sing it. Uh, <laughs> it's legit. No, the um, but there's a lot of crossover into child and youth studies and whatnot. I actually just finished a class on child development, which sucked, but it was. <laughs> it is what it is. It what, is what it is. What is on your your to do list? Before your one year, or how, how long have you been here? Eight months? Ten months. Ten. Nine, don't, technically. Don't you have to tell him right away if you're staying or not? I don't know. Hold, hold on. It seems like we're really pressuring you to, to admit if you want to cover that. <laughs> we haven't talked to Roy at all. <laughs> He's no, not no. under the table. <laughs> but usually... I feel like we've asked that question ten times. Already. Usually they ask a month or two or three in advance, like, what are you planning on staying or not? He Please hasn't asked me anything. Teacher. Yeah. Two months is nothing. I mean, to think of how long it took to get you here. I right? know. I'm like actually if, deciding in the next couple of weeks. That like way, he can like give him a heads leaving. up. And doesn't doesn't the contract ever say? Doesn't it say? No, that? it's within a month. I think it, is? it didn't yeah. say in my contract oh. at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait for the last day. Be like, no, but I'll probably tell him in the next couple mu- couple yeah. weeks. Sorry. So if you only have two months left, what what are the things would you like to do or or see or experience? Um, honestly, just I don't really have like a to do list. Just go out and do as much as i can yeah. get out yeah. to the, get out to the bars man have you been over a good night of drinking yeah oh okay good. i actually lost my phone but i found <laughs> it that's a, that's a story I, well, dude tell it everybody in korea finds their phones man no i fa- so my friend and i went out we went to this korean bar we were the only two foreigners there yeah. and i was drinking soju and i was like my mom calls me and i was like she can tell I'm like drinking. I'm like, mom, it tastes like water. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that night went downhill really quickly. And then I wake up the next morning at 7 a.m. And I'm like, shit, where's my phone? Yeah. 
no phone. With the water. Um, yeah, with the water. Um, <laughs> but my laptop has like I can text on it and stuff. Oh, okay. So I go on like WhatsApp and I see like a bunch of missed calls from my friend, from my mom. Like, where are you? Are you yeah. okay? And um, I was like, I don't have my phone. I lost it. I think I left it in the taxi. And uh, call Roy. I'm like, Roy, <laughs> lost my phone. Like He's so like, do you know what taxi company? No. Like, go on my bank statement. Find it. Mm. Whatever. Um, I have an iPhone. So you can do like tracking. Yeah. Tracking. But Turn my off. phone was turned off. So you can't track it. Uh-oh. But you can put it in, like, lost mode. So if they turn it back on, the first thing they can do is, like, call. Mm. So all day, no phone, trying to figure out, like, what to do. Suddenly at, like, 6 or 7 p.m., I put my friend's number in, like, the call. The taxi guy calls my friend in, like, Korean. She's Mm. like, I think this guy has your phone. So finally (laughs) at, like, 8 p.m., this lovely taxi man drops it off at my... Yeah. Won't find that in Canada. My coworker said that she lost her phone and left in a taxi and she didn't get it back because they could have, normally they just sell it. So I was like really lucky. I've never heard of normally selling it here. My wife lost her purse yesterday. Got it back last night. Oh. But Dustin, Dustin, we we told about him on the last three podcasts. I mean, he lost his keys, his bank card and his phone twice in one week. He got them all back. Wow. And the the credit card he left in the gas machine. And <laughs> they left it just on the. They took it out. And put they it just went on the top. Yeah, he went and taught a class. Taught a class. Came back. Picked up his bank card. And, went, <laughs> and same with his phone. They put it on the side of the sidewalk. One. Wow. But he was but bouncing have, around on his motorcycle. Went boop. Popped out. Kept driving. Guys who back. lost their bag backpacks on the KTX. Like it, it's you hear about these stories all the time, and wow. it's just that's one of the best parts of Korea is that you almost always get your shit back. Wow, and and you can have high hopes of getting it back. Like I think at home, if you lose it, it's like pff, gone, nothing back. Somebody else had it on their wallet. Someone lost their wallet the other day, and and same, it was missing ten bucks when they got it back. But that's the finder's fee for returning it. And yeah, thanks for giving it back. Oh. but yeah, those stories are on all the time, man. I, I love that part of Korea, and like expensive cameras and like things at home where they'd be sold yeah. or yeah. gone within two minutes, and it just. Doesn't happen here. Not no, so I was really happy. The, uh, the luxury bag ban. Yeah, huh? it's not a ban. Or you, you're limited to buy one luxury bag per year per person. Yeah, but it's only Chanel. It's only for certain models of Chanel because they're f- they're reselling them for double the price. Uh, outside, can't even afford market. that. So, so <laughs> it, no, that's a. Uh, the title was a little bit misleading there. If you read the article, it's not exactly what it says. Yeah. The <clears throat> I I live my life by only reading the uh, uh, the <laughs> titles, yeah, the titles, yeah, and uh, and form strong opinions based on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's served me well so far. No, uh, one last thing, and you can argue this all you want. From CBC, we talked last time about <laughs> investing in a house, and I found a, a crazy thing that popped up here. This is a direct quote: In order to save enough money for a down payment for a home in Toronto. A resident making a yearly salary of $196,000, 196913 saving at a rate of 10% would have to do so for 26.5 years or 318 months 
Yeah, we, yeah, or 318 months. To afford a condo in the city under these circumstances, it would take just under five years or 56 months. To buy a house no, with a salary of 196 In order to save enough money for a down, down payment, payment on a home in Toronto, resident making a yearly salary of $196,000, 197 oh. basically, saving at a rate of 10% would have to do, for, do, so, do so for 26.5 years. Crunch those numbers, sir. <laughs> so, is there a question? So, three, no, just, I mean, last time we, we were like, oh, if you stayed, I think yeah. the quote was like, oh, if I was here for three or four years, I could save up for a house. But uh, I don't think any of us make $196,000 in Hogwarts. That's insane. But I, the, the follow-up to that is like, what, what do you think? Go, I guess you're not really in Toronto, eh? If okay. you're not downtown Toronto buying a house, I guess condo would be the would be the reasonable uh, yeah the reasonable purchase. But renting that, that's... like if I go back to school, I'm looking at going to school like in Toronto, mm. and my parents live in the country, so I'm like mm. now living in Ulsan. I want to live in like the city. Mm. Like, I don't want to have to drive like just forty minutes to like get somewhere <laughs> to see a corner store. Yeah, <laughs> so just probably. For me, at least renting, because mm. I'm not going to be able to afford anything. Well, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's crazy to think that. Yeah. Anyway. But and that's why I said you should uh, investigate how much it, there the the cost of doing it out east. I wonder if the out east certification would work in Ontario. Um, I've actually been looking either out east or BC. Yeah, and yeah. I think for BC, you just have to do like an additional course or something oh, okay, to okay. like get what recertified about, like because if you're going to pay for rent for two years in a in a city plus your general cost of living and whatnot yeah maybe out east might be if you're doing it for half the time the you know the cost of living and rent and whatnot would be would be a fraction uh, yeah a fraction of the price too eh? so i call bullshit on that the august 5th 2021 yes average house price including condos townhouses semis and detached is 1.016 million so, what do you need for a down payment? Ten percent. Okay. Is that right? Ten percent. I think so. Yes. So hundred thousand. So you need a hundred thousand dollars in twenty six point five years. That means you're saving less than four thousand a month to make that hundred grand. You can't tell me that if you make a hundred ninety six grand, that ten percent of your take home is four thousand dollars. It's impossible. I mean. Okay, well, that's call CBC. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, I just think like, don't be intimidated by that. I, I think that's but it's a hundred ninety. I, th- it's a hundred ninety-six thousand okay. minus your take minus home your hundred grand. But ten uh, percent is still ten grand. It's not saying ten percent of your. Oh, I don't know what it is. Hundred is saving at a rate of ten percent. Okay, maybe that's after bills. That 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 might be the the part there. That might be ten percent of your of your you know after. Your current rent payment after your car payment after your food and I don't know what. The yeah, but it's 10% still expensive is. for like someone like me just starting off my my career. I'm not making anything close to that. Sure, but I don't think there's many twenty year olds buying a starter house in Toronto either. I mean, no, but that's that's not even just yeah. in Toronto. That's in like just the GTA itself. Yeah. Sure. Like in like Brampton, Mississauga, houses are like average, now, right? Ex- right? And you want to live. Where you grew up, you don't want to live like go to St. Catherine's Welland. Oh, like if, <laughs> yeah, you want to live that's, like that's, that's got a special choices. place in my heart for Welland. <laughs> that's choices you have to make. I mean, or you can rent for life and just keep 
giving your money to the guy who's collecting it. Yeah. Um, well. <laughs> or, but but that, that, that's what I mean. Like, it's not... Uh, Sometimes you got to make choices, and some of them are moving outside of the city. I mean, I know a lot of people that live on the train line that if they move 30 minutes outside of the city, the price goes down by 20%, and they, they afford the rail pass, and it makes it a much more... Yeah, but taking GO Transit isn't cheap either. Like, yeah. it's not... It's no, but like, it's, it's kind of their compromise to live in a yeah. decent place close enough to the city, but where they can afford, they have to move 30, 40 an hour away. That's a shitty decision I never want to have to make, right. man. <laughs> and you know, if I'm from there, I your care where I grew up or where I'm... That common sense says I should move somewhere where it's way cheaper. Trading, trading your time for... No, like uh, for my, a house, your your life, your, your lifetime for for more house or something like that's crazy. People that's that my dad work with, and he works in like Brampton, Mississauga. They live in St. Catharines, mm. Port um, Port Dalhousie, uh, and Port commute. Yeah, Port Dalhousie's closing down this summer for anyone. Uh, Anyone listening from back home? <laughs> there's, it's there's closing, the, dude. They, that that was the thing for years. We'll close. We'll close up after this. But for years, it was like, oh, this is the last year of Port Dalhousie is going to be open. It's just a bunch of little bars that, that are around there. And everyone's like, all right, we got to get this last summer in. And you just go there and spend all your money, and then the next summer, nice. like, no, this is the last summer that's going to be open. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think uh, anything else you want to. Uh, Nope. Any other members no. you want to uh, throw it on there? No, you're good. All right. Thank you uh, for listening. It was great to uh, to have you back in to catch up and uh, enjoy the rest of your remaining contract and possibly the next one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Great googly moogly. Please don't forget to check out our sponsor, Dr. English. It's your one-stop shop for all your English conversational needs. Enjoy learning from the comfort of your own home. Call 010 4591 one four nine six for a free sample class. Take your English to the next level by visiting their website right now at www.dr-english.com.